Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. Streets of Union City. To your nighttime radio. Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey no. From 7 till 11. Live, local, and live. Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's loud, local, and live. Ah, nothing like a Tuesday night in New Jersey, I always say. Steve Trevelis, you and me till 11 o'clock. Ah, we got so much to talk about tonight. Wow. The drama that is New Jersey. The mask mandate for the children, the chillin' that will continue in New Jersey. Uh, we got a big COVID spike. So, does that mean that the mask mandate is working or not working? And if it's not working, why are we doing it? 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, the governor, he wants more leadership. More leadership. He wants more emergency powers as the COVID spike continues. Well, he was the guy that's supposed to be protecting us from this. Now, I'm not blaming him for this, but I am saying, what difference does he make? What difference does it make? It's a virus. It spiked. Just like it spiked last year at this time, just like it'll probably spike next year at this time. But with each passing year, uh, you know, do we take it less seriously, knowing that we have uh, a better handle on things than we've had in previous years? Governor Murphy says the in-school mask mandate, which was set to expire on January 11th, will continue. He's also asking the state legislature to extend his COVID-19 emergency powers. And that comes as the State Department of Health announced uh, 20,428 new positive cases, 12 deaths. This was on Monday. And uh, with regards to closing the schools, Murphy stated, we currently have no intention or plan to shut our schools down. We will do everything we can to keep our kids in school. Uh where we now know they will have more appropriate educational experience, but where the data actually shows us they can be safe. What? All right, so the idea that we're worried about COVID, worried about spreading COVID, a big spike in COVID, so much so that he wants to take over the leadership, but he wants to keep the schools open because he believes that the masks are going to be protecting the kids from the COVID. Do you believe such a thing? one 800 I don't know that we have anything to uh, base on uh, any kind of improvement. You know, so we better give the governor back the emergency powers because that'll save us. Do you really believe that? If there's a spike in COVID and more and more schools are going virtual because of it, put the state on virtual schools. Give the kids the virtual option, which they pretty much have now. I mean, there's one school in New Jersey I know of in Central Jersey. 37 teachers are out. Who's teaching these classes? You got schools that are giving out snow days. And who the hell wants to give a snow day on January 3rd? Seriously. The snow days you want to save. You want to bank those. So as you get closer to, like, you know, after Memorial Day, get a couple of days off early, start school a couple of days later. But January 3rd, oh, my God, what a waste of a snow day. But 1-800-283-101.5. I guess he believes he can make a difference. 
He's the governor. He's our leader. He's supposed to be doing something. So, okay, give me back the emergency powers. I'm going to extend the mask mandates. Do you believe that the mask mandates in schools are protecting the kids from COVID? Are we seeing a big spike in the schools? Have we ever? Joe's in South River under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Joe. Hey, Steve. How are you, man? I'm good. How about you? All right. This whole thing's out of control, man. Like, they're terrorizing the kids, making them scared of everything. My girlfriend has a 14-year-old daughter. She, like, the only time she feels safe is she has a mask on. But we haven't you seen know, the like, mask proven effective to work. Exactly. That's my point. You know, it, it, and, like, oh, here, now with the other thing, with all the companies with over 100 employees, Anybody that's unvaccinated need to be tested. Well, to prove that companies are doing and, it, but and and other states are doing that. So far, we're not doing that in New Jersey. I give Murphy credit for not well, uh, well, not going God. down the way Pennsylvania and New York have. Uh, well, it's coming though. You know, we always follow suit. I don't know, but my go- my girlfriend works for Shoprite, and they're following suit. Right. They're, they're, they're but the businesses company, can do that. Yeah, I know. But, okay, so here's a good point that my girlfriend brought up. Right. Why do only the unvaccinated have to get tested? Because the people that are vaccinated. That's a very good point. And, and uh, her, her ex-husband, her son, and her daughter, who, you know, they were in his house, they all have it. Well, see, that's and a good point. they're all vaccinated. That's a very good point. You know, but it's not now right. you want to have everybody going out and getting tested. Now you want everybody going out, vaccinated or not, which brings up right. what was the point but, of the vaccines? What was the point of taking well, the vaccine? That's my whole idea. I haven't had the vaccine. My girlfriend hasn't had the vaccine, and we're fine. Yeah, and you know what? There all the people, people that are vaccinated that keep coming down with this and looking down at us like we're the ones causing all the problems. Well, they need someone to blame, Joe. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. But it's not about the vaccinated are only getting it, the unvaccinated are only getting it. Everybody's getting it. And eventually everybody will get it, get it over with, and then maybe we can move on. But as we are sta- as we stand right now, 1-800-283-101.5. Governor Murphy has extended the in-school mask mandate. It was supposed to expire January 11th. So how do you feel about that? Despite the spike in COVID, do you believe that the masks are doing anything to save your kids from uh, getting the virus? If your kids get the virus, what happens? How worried are you about it? Are you getting them vaccinated? You're not getting them vaccinated. And either way, at their age with their immune systems, where do you stand? And how do you feel about Governor Murphy uh, getting more leadership powers? When he got reelected based on him protecting us from the COVID. Do you really believe that happened? Since we had more COVID deaths per capita in New Jersey than anywhere else? In the world, if New Jersey were a country, it would be anywhere else in the world. 1-800-283-101.5. So where do you stand? I mean, as far as the virus goes, not going anywhere. Get used to it. And is this the way we're going to get used to it? Because until we completely wipe it out, which we won't, there will always be a reason to extend the mask mandate. 1-800-283-101.5. I uh, got a Twitter poll up and... uh, 
86.2% say no. Uh, by the way, I put it up like two minutes ago before I hit the air. While the intro was playing, we got 29 votes, 86.2% say no. But how do you feel about it? And if you think the masks are making a difference in the kids, have your kids gotten used to the masks now? Or are they still bothered by it? You know, and now they're coming up with the N95 masks. They got to adjust the masks on the kids. 1-800-283-101.5. So if you were sitting there saying the governor is this close, it's January 11th, can't come quick enough. I can't wait to take these masks off. And then all of a sudden, now he's extending it. And he's trying to get more of the emergency powers back. What good did he do with the emergency powers? Can anybody tell me how we benefited with Governor Murphy having uh, COVID-19 emergency powers? And do you think that we're going to be better off if he has them? If you have a business, you want Governor Murphy having the emergency powers? 1-800-283-101.5. You want to go out and about in New Jersey? Good luck with that. We currently have no intention to plan or shut our schools down. Why not? I mean, if you're really worried about the kids getting COVID, don't worry about the mask. Let them stay home. Again, virtual academy. You give New Jersey the virtual academy. New Jersey parents for virtual choice should be able to have it. You know, they're an organization. What a great time to do it. But it's about spite now. It's about, it's about power. You know, how are we going to solve the problem? Give me more power. Really? How'd that work out last time? Right? Take the kids. Take their faces away. No more smiles. We don't want to see them. Put a mask on. Make the kids put a mask on. Make them grow up in an environment where we can't see anybody's face. We can't see anybody smile. We can only look at their eyes. But we can't get hugged by the teacher. If you're kids, that really means a lot to them. 1-800-283-101.5. So your choice. Governor Murphy's extended the mask ma- mandate. Do you think it's a good idea? We're talking about for kids in schools. And uh, should he get more executive power? It's 718. Here's fast traffic. Hi, Veteran Care Services. Did you know that senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan that can pay up to $22 a month for your medical care? See if you or a loved one qualifies. Call Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-E-Veterans. That's my cousin Bruce. E-Veterans. As you know, we have a guy at PST named E. His name is E. Hi, Governor Murphy's extended the mask mandate for the kids. Uh, it was supposed to end January 11th, but no. Got a spike in the COVID. Therefore, the mask mandate is going to make it go away. Of course, the mask mandate didn't stop it from coming anyway, but apparently that's going to keep us safe. And uh, what will really keep us safe is if we give Governor Murphy more COVID emergency powers because they did so well. So the cure for this would be to just let Governor Murphy handle everything. He's done it so well. Forget about the legislation. Forget about the Senate president. Forget about the Assembly Minority Leader, House Speaker, those who come together. ah, Give it to Murph. Murph man will handle it. Because that's what we want to do. We're going to take New Jersey and turn it into... That's right. All right, so 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about the idea? Twitter poll, 86.5. Say we don't want the masks on the kids. 13.5 say yes. 52 votes so far. Let's talk to Bruce in Brick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bruce. Hi, how you doing? Love the show. Thank you, pal. 
Yeah, uh, this is, I, I actually, I, uh, I'm a psychologist, and I just know the importance of mental health is so much more, and just the kids not being able to play with each other and see their friends smile, it means so much. And this is, this is honestly, this is a crime of the government. They know this stuff does not work, and they're just going to keep on doing this. And and it just it just totally sucks and uh, and there's just no there's no rational explanation. No, is there any proof that it works? So you know to do this to kids and they're not wearing the masks right anyway, right? And they don't wash the masks every day. It's hard for them to look in the teacher's face and understand the lesson because they can't see the lips move. And that's how they learn to talk. That's how they learn, you know, vocal exercises. Just they watch the teacher and find out how it's supposed to be done. Little kids we're talking about. These kids will just be. They just will just be missing social skills and things like that. You gotta, and 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 also because of the Omicron variant, that's 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 like a little cold. It's like imagine we have to wear a mask because of getting a runny nose. This is this is. I actually, I actually when I got Omicron, I was I was actually excited. I got no symptoms really, and I mm-hmm. boosted up my antibodies. So like. This is this is just I, there's no explanation and it's just part of all this since since uh, Joe Biden became president I've been just with the inflation and everything I, I don't I don't understand the agenda over here. Well, we have more COVID deaths under Biden than we did Trump and we haven't heard anything about yeah. that. And what did he say? Anyone with two hundred thousand deaths can't can't, mm-hmm. can't be the president of our country. Well, I don't know if Biden actually knows the number, but how much we don't really know how much Biden actually knows at this point in his life anyway. Well, Bruce, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Emoc is in Lakewood on New Jersey 101.5. Emoc. Hey, I agree. I saw Doug Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google, and there's a podcast that says Google Danielle Sattel, and the YouTube uploads the picture of the hand over the glass. All right, all right, dude. I, I didn't understand. We're trying to have a conversation here, and next thing I know, this guy wants to come on and just uh, push his agenda. It's not about agenda. It's about what you think. It's about how you feel. Rebecca's on the Parkway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Steve. How are you this evening? I'm good. How are Happy you? Happy New Year. Happy New I'm Year. I'm good. Um, I'm just tired of all these executive orders and all these mandates. Um, we need to uh, get to the point where we have herd immunity. And this Omnicom, as far as I'm concerned, was God's blessing to get us there. But for our children, for the last two years, to be masked and not be able to see how, how to, uh, especially the little ones. I've got a little five-year-old uh granddaughter and i can see how because of the mask she's not learning how to speak properly and it's upsetting me to no end Uh, just uh, i'm talking about i can hear it in your voice uh, it, it just you know what if you want to get vaccinated that's your prerogative i don't want to get vaccinated because there's been no research. This was pushed through within less than a year, this vaccination, and none of us know any if or if there are long-term effects. All we know is that the politicians have deep pockets, and they're waiting for big pharma to just keep filling those pockets. Well, here's the thing. 
We haven't seen it to be proven effective. And here we are with a spike again. So what is it? It's, it's a virus, and this is the season. This is COVID season. Uh, you know, the early part of January, February, March. And then it'll die down if the last couple of years have shown us anything. But I don't see where keeping the kids in masks is going to do anything since we had the kids in the mask and we saw the spike anyway. So I don't no, see where that's helping. You know what my thought is? What's that? And, and, and I'm going to try to be very nice the way I say this. Okay. If someone who passes gas and that gas can get through two butt cheeks, a pair of underwear, and a, a, a pair of jeans, right. and you can either still smell it or hear it, how is this mask helping us? I like that. So what you're saying is we got to take the N95 mask and make it into like panties and stuff. And then this way, we know that that will work. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Hey, see, that's why I like when they give speeches, we should make them wear the N95 masks so that this way, you know, we won't have to hear what they're saying or smell the stink that is this leadership, that is this government. You know, the expression, it is what it is. It's what it is. It's a virus. And this is the season where it spikes. 1-800-283-101.5. So Governor Murphy's talked about now. Uh, he doesn't want to close the schools. If you're really worried about kids getting COVID, close the schools. Let them stay home. I mean, let's think about this. The idea, oh, no, they have to be in school so they could socialize with each other. So they go into school and they socialize with each other. You can't see my air quotes here. They socialize with each other by staying three feet apart from each other. It was six, but we needed to get kids in school, so we adjusted it, more air quotes, down to three. So they're going to wear masks, and they're not going to be allowed to hang together, as opposed to being home socializing with each other, I guess, you know, outside of school. My kids have all their friends. They all get together and play and enjoy and have a good time, basketball, football, whatever. Uh, and then they go on the Zoom or they go on the, uh, the virtual academy, the virtual class, and what happens? They now can see the teacher's face. The teacher can see their face. I don't know how it works with each other. But you know what? They're on the phone so much. They FaceTime. And all, they, they see each other anyway. But why is it better to have them in school than it is, to, if you're really this worried about COVID, than to just close the schools, let them stay home? And if you are going to put them in school, why is it so important that they wear the mask? 1-800-283-101.5. Should Governor Murphy have extended the mask mandate in New Jersey schools? He did. Yes or no? 730. 3, 101.5. We were getting closer and closer to January 11th when the mask mandate for the kids in schools would have ended. But Governor Murphy, swooping in, has decided to extend it to March the 12th, which means if your kids are in school, they will be masked up. It's so horrible to see. I had to pick my kids up today from uh, Heightstown High School lifting weights uh, for, the, for the football team. A whole other story we could discuss one night. But uh, they weren't wearing masks. And... You know, the kids, the immune system of children is unbelievable to begin with. They're going to get a little cold. Um, but regardless of that, I'm no medical expert. But I do know that this spike has been everywhere and the masks have been on. And I haven't really seen where uh, it's made a difference. Uh, so the question is, are we worried about protecting them from a virus that's uh, really not going to hurt them pretty much versus, uh, and there are unique cases where it has, I understand that, uh, versus the ability to learn.
the ability to be comfortable in school while learning, to be put in the best possible position to succeed while they're in there. And if you're so worried about the virus and kids getting COVID-19, get them the hell out of school. Let them stay home. Learn virtually. Is it better to have the kid in at home without the mask in the comfort of his own home learning or her own home learning virtually in a virtual academy, which is designed specifically for just that and not a 50-50 split within live versus virtual, or being in school, wearing a mask, staying three feet away from everybody, not being able to get near anyone or the teacher or whatever. Now think about the small children and how that affects them. 1-800-283-101.5. Wendy is in Manchester on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Wendy. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. What are you thinking? How are you? I'm good. I can't complain, but it's early yet. Well, I have a few issues with the bringing them back to school if you have a mask on children because that is their whole persona and their character that they're building with the other children, their interaction with the other children, as well as the speech therapy comes not only from hearing somebody, but also comes from the motion of the mouth. Right. And this is something that the kids learn from all sorts of different ways. And I'm saying my, my kids being partially homeschooled and partially in the school system, they learned faster at home. Right. And I think one of the reasons these mandates are in place is because of that control and see how far they can push things. But when the children are in school, this is another way they don't really want to further their education in a way that maybe the parents have the auspices they can see in a Zoom call what they're being taught. But in school, children are not being watched by the parents, so they can push whatever agenda outside oh, that's of a whatever great point. school. That, if, you listen by, if your kids are going to school virtually, every now and then I urge you, go listen by the door. Go listen to what these kids are being fed by these teachers. And I, we don't get too many teachers speaking up because they're making a lot of money, right? They're in a union. Uh, but about how they feel about what they're being forced to teach these kids as far as critical race theory, as far as, you know, some of the other agendas that are going on. So, yeah, that, that's a very good point. But I would prefer at this point, if you're telling me that COVID is uh, possibly killing our children, get them the hell out of the school. If this is a place where the virus is breeding so badly that they have to wear masks on their faces, I don't want my kid in school. I want them home. Well, they know that this is all a bunch of garbage anyway, because with your built-in immunity, the body is made to heal itself. Anybody who studies anything about medicine knows that the body is incredible about healing itself. Now, you may have those with certain autoimmune disorders. Those are exceptions. Overall, you get a cold, you build that immunity, and then you go on to the next, whatever flu season it is, you have a little bit more ammunition. Right. People are well, we've also got, remembering like, this. But they also have you know, their choice if they want to take the vaccine, and we also have treatments. Right. Wendy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Why do we not hear enough about the treatments? Doctors. You're prescribing the treatments. What are you prescribing? People call in and they tell you, I've got tested positive. I've got COVID-19. What are they, what are you prescribing for them? What are you doing for them? You're not sending them out into the woods to die. What are you doing? 
1-800-283-101.5. Well, let's let the big secret out of the bag, because I know what they're doing. Uh, Jim is on 206 on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jim. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for the call. Anytime. And follow, and follow up to that, probably they're telling them to just stay in bed, drink warm fluids, and treat it like a flu. No, they're prescribing hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and, uh, and monoclonal yeah. antibodies. Well, my question, my my question is, is just you know how this how this this, this disease is this it virus is being transmitted. You know, if we were sending kids to school with masks on, kids have hands. You know, nothing is being taught or, or talked about how often these kids are washing their hands. It's a virus. You know, just like when they say the flu. We don't the best know that they're not is, right, not, do, but we don't know that they're not washing their hands, do we? No, but we know that every time they, you know, I, I, I wear a mask, but, you know, I'll bet, I'll bet at least 10 times an hour I'm touching that mask because of, I'm adjusting or doing this or doing that. So I'm touching a vector. I'm touching something that may have the virus on it right. and touching my face. Okay. But, so, 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 so if the mask, is, it, it, my, my point is the masks are useless. If you're, if you're not, if you're not going to use, you know, uh, the hand washing or any, 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 but Jim, no one's saying that they're not teaching the kids or urging them to wash their hands. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Are there any like preschool teachers or kindergarten through say fifth grade where you actually take them to the sink and make them wash their hands once an hour or something? I don't know. Yeah, but there, I know there's just, there's not, I, there, there's a much more media on wearing the mask than there is on, you know, on, on just basic you know, hygiene. Okay, but the, because the reason that there's media on wearing the mask is because the governor is mandating that people wear the mask. Now, if the governor came out and said, we're now going to make a state law, I'm going to mandate that everybody wash their hands an hour, once an hour, you know, we would talk about that. It's impossible tomorrow. Yeah, of course, that would be yeah. ridiculous. But that, yeah, but I, I understand what yeah. you're saying. But, you know, I'm, I'm just following up your point of the uselessness of the mask. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about 10, 11-year-old kids. You know, they're wearing this mask. I mean, how, how, how many times an hour are they, are they touching others that, other things that the kids are touching and then touching their face? How many times? Now, here's another thing. How many times? You know, if you wash your hands once an hour all day, what does that do to your skin? You know, same thing with the uh, with the sanitizer. If you drown yeah. yourself in sanitizer all day long, what does that do to your skin? Good. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And, and as a matter of fact, that, that that's what I'm calling to say. I agree with you. I think using the masks themselves, you know, is, is useless. Yeah. I don't think the masks are going to do any good. I don't think. You know, I don't think the paper mask and then these cloth masks do any good anyway. They, everybody seems to be into these designer masks, which well, they're trying to make money. Not, are, yeah, I, I yeah, get but, that. They, but, but they're useless. There is that. All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. How do you feel about Governor Murphy extending the mask mandate for the uh, children in the schools? He wants his emergency powers back. Should we give them to him, Steve? I'm going to give you more time. Hang out. Working tonight. All right. The hope was the mask mandate in schools would end January 11th, and the governor, because of the spike in the virus, has uh, extended it till March the 12th. How do you feel about that? 1-800-283-101.5. How much good did putting these kids in masks do? Uh, as far as a COVID spike, well, we got the COVID spike. So did it really make a difference? 
And if it's not really making a difference, why are we continuing on with it? And why are we forcing the kids to stay in school when there is a virtual option? 1-800-283-101.5. votes on the Twitter poll. 75% want the masks off the kids. 25% want the masks on the kids. Nancy's in Howell on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Steve. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Anytime. I'm glad you're here. What are you thinking? So I think it's a disgrace. I am an elementary school teacher. I've been an educator for 15 years. Um, These politicians and these people that are making these guidelines and enforcing them have no idea what it is doing to the children, what it is doing to their self-esteem, what it is doing to a teacher, because they are not sitting there in a room for six hours with no air, being not being able to breathe. And how's it now with the windows closed worse? It, you know, you try to crack them to give them a little bit of air, mm-hmm. um, but they get cold. So you have to shut the windows. And I teach third grade right. and I see what it does to these children. What does it do to if them? You look at the re- research. Right. The masks don't work unless they're in a medical grade mask, and that is not what these kids are wearing. They are losing out on their ability to um, participate in the classroom, socialize with other kids. They are chewing their masks. Um, They're getting wet. When we go outside for a mask break and they take them down, they actually gasp for air. They go, like it's a relief. They don't want to be in the masks. And I feel that when we look at other states and you look at the data and the population and their COVID numbers and the kids aren't wearing the masks and the staff aren't wearing the masks that do not want to because it should be your choice. They are nowhere near what New Jersey is going through. And right now, it's Big Bully trying to break everybody down and force them into their own agenda. And it's killing the kids. It's really hurting the kids. It's hurting the teacher's ability to teach the kids for their ability to learn. And it's something that could scar them for the rest of their lives. This is how they're going to remember third grade. This is how they're going to remember growing up. The time they wore masks to school. I can't think of another generation. You know, we had generations like in the 50s that were worried about the, the, the bomb, you know, the civil defense and all that. And getting under the desk. And then you think about all that. The kids with school shootings. And now you got these kids who have to go to school wearing masks and not being able to come near having have any contact you know you probably got kids that want to hug you they look to you for your approval and you can't go near them you you can't even you know you have to put the hard face on that they can't even see they can't see your smile they can only see your eyes nope it's horrible It, it really is and they are suffering and believe me in the future years Coming up, we're going to see the devastation from this. 
I totally agree. Nancy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Steve, I want to give you more time. one 800 Governor Murphy has extended the mask mandate, uh, which was to expire January 11th. It will now go through March 12th. We're talking about kids in schools. He wants to keep the kids in schools and not close the schools and let them go virtual. Because you know, he's worried about the kids getting the virus enough to wear the mask, but not enough to get them out of school if you really believe that the school is spreading the virus. You figure it out. Hang out, Steve. I'm going to give you more time. Hey, Doyle, get on that radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be talking until 11 o'clock tonight. You and me hanging out. Steve Trevelis here on New Jersey 101.5. We talk all things Jersey because that's what we do. If you were going to sell products using Bruce Springsteen songs, what would you sell? Go to nj1015.com. See the ideas I came up with. Check out the new restaurant, the Italiano restaurant with the non-Italian name opening up in Chatham. Uh, it's on nj1015.com. Governor Murphy on New Year's Day has uh, formally notified leadership in the Senate Assembly that he's going to extend for an additional 90 days the administration's emergency power related to the masks. He uh, asked the state to grant him a 90-day extension of emergency powers, the highest case numbers in the history of the pandemic is what we've got so far. I got a Twitter poll up. Do you really believe masking the kids is doing anything to keep this virus down? Um, and should he extend the mask mandate in New Jersey schools? 71% out of 252 votes say no. 28.2% say yes. My question is, if this is working so well, then why on earth uh, are we spiking the way we are? 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about it? Steve is in Point Pleasant. He's been waiting through the news. Thanks for waiting, Steve. How are you? Good. How are you, Steve? All right. What are you thinking? So the way I read the order, Governor Murphy's uh, executive order ends on the 11th. He asked his good friend Steve Sweeney to introduce a bill on the 10th, giving him a 90-day extension on his executive order and all his dictatorship orders in New Jersey. So we need to call our legislature and tell them to please vote this down on Monday, January 10th. Now, according to Declan O'Scanlan, this is by you, uh, by way of Yahoo, uh, according to extend the K-12 mask mandate, uh, says Declan, Senator O'Scanlan, he would have to either come to the legislature or declare another state of emergency, which he could do by using a spike in cases as an excuse, which we have the spike in cases. The question is... Is it really helping? And if it's not helping, why are we putting the kids through this? They have no horse in this race, you know? They're in the middle of this political football that they're, you know, they're, they're just stuck being in. And it's not fair to them. And if anything, it's hurting them more than it's helping. We're keeping them from getting COVID, but we're ruining them mentally. Exactly. And how how are we in a state of emergency when this guy goes to Costa Rica for Christmas? Yeah, he's so worried about it. He got the hell out. Right. And his wife tested positive. Right. And, you know, says he about the wife, you know, she double back. She did everything she was supposed to do, uh, even though she's been vaccinated, boosted, avoiding crowds, double masking, tested positive for COVID. So if anybody could get it, what the hell difference are these masks making in the kids? It's just not right. <laughs> Exactly. And like the caller said before, they're killing our kids' uh, social skills. And we just need to, everybody needs to call their legislation before the 10th 
and please ask them to vote no so we don't get this uh, dictator power. We got to get Edward Durr up there. If anybody could defeat Steve Sweeney, Edward Durr. I get him in a truck and we send them up north. <laughs> Steve, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, my hero. Let's talk to uh, Bob in Lumberton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bob. Hey, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm just calling. I'm. Mean, you're saying about these masks in school, and I got to say, as a teacher, uh, I watch these kids in the cafeteria, not social distancing, sitting all over each other, no mask, right? And COVID cases are not rising. You Our make my argument. Not having an outbreak. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm helping you out here. I, I think it's that. ridiculous, and there's definitely uh, got to come to an end. What is it so, doing to the kids mentally? You're there. What's it doing to them emotionally? Uh, well, that's the sad part. It's almost that they're accustomed to it. It's it's second nature. They come out of the building, and even with my own kids, and the mask is still on their face. It's like, hey, take it off. You're outside. We don't need this stuff anymore. You know, it's funny. So, I picked up my son today uh, at, at high school, and I'm going to come through the door, Dad. I'm on my way through the front door now. Okay. And I look up, and there he is with the mask. And I got to tell you, like, anger. For like for a, for, for a split second, I just anger ran through my body. I was just really, I was really angry about it. I was like, all right, come on, you can take the mask off. You don't have to worry about it. But it wasn't like you feel sorry. It's like it's really pissing me off now that these yeah. kids have to go through this. And they put the mask on at seven in the morning, and they can't take the mask off until two thirty in the afternoon. Well, Who yeah, even like with this? my daughter's school, she can't even have a snack time unless they go outside. Yeah. But they can eat lunch and sit down in the cafeteria, but they're not at that time in, the cap in their classrooms. If somehow the virus is going to know. They got, what we got to do is yeah. we got to get the NJEA to negotiate with the virus. And they got to come to some kind of a union agreement where the virus will hurt you or the virus won't hurt you. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous at this point. And the Omicron variant isn't even bad. And if you notice all these people getting sick, it's cold-like symptoms, and they're recovering in a couple of days. Hence the CDC's five-day uh, quarantine period. Yeah, and, and the same thing where we went from six feet of social distancing in schools down to three feet of social distancing. How do you feel about the idea of just closing the schools, of letting, no, letting them learn not, virtually? Nope, disagree with that 100%. That was detrimental to their learning. Even uh, in the masks? I, I, yeah, uh, I would say going virtual learning is way worse than wearing masks. But think about this. Well, social skills. Um, but what social skills do they have if they're three feet apart from each other masked in schools, Bob? Oh, that's what I'm saying. They're not three feet apart. Oh, yeah, but when they're in the cafeteria. But, I mean, in normal, the rest of the time. In, general, in the classroom, no. I mean, I have classrooms where the kids are getting out of their seats, moving around, sitting next to each other, working with each other. It's, it, what they say is not truly what happens inside of a classroom building. All right, man. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's talk to John in Bernardsville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. Hi, how you doing? I think it's really important that uh, they absolutely stop this ridiculous mask wearing uh, for the kids, especially for the kids in school. I agree with everything that it's just not right that we're doing this as a, as a country. Uh, we're going to look back in absolute shame to, as, when we're looking at what we've done to this generation of children. We are absolutely going to have to hang our heads in shame. It's, it's illegal. There's no science backing up with what the governor is saying, uh, at least as far as I can tell. Um, I, I've seen the arguments on both sides. If we're keeping an open mind on everything, um, produce the science. And then I think every, the conversation will get a lot easier for, for everybody. But it, I really, at this point, 
um, there's too much evidence showing that uh, the arguments that uh, are put forth for mask wearing fail. And we need to protect the kids' mental health as much as their physical health. It's going to come back to bite us. It already has. Kids are suffering. The psychological impact is apparent everywhere you look. And I think it's it's really, really scary for parents. I have two kids in the system. Right. And I'm, I'm, I don't agree that virtual, uh, virtual schooling is um, worse than masking. I believe that virtual schooling could actually be, uh, if it's implemented properly and parents are given a choice, if there's an option, it could be a, a possible solution to a lot of the problems we have, you know, not just for the mask wearing, but economic problems that the state's going to have. Well, with you all know what? You, you're right about that. You're going to, you know, just as businesses are cutting down, you know, just as businesses now are finding out how much money they can save by letting people work from home, uh, schools are going to find the same way. And if done right, like a virtual academy, as far as the social skills, you know, kids are going to, you can, you can set that up. There are people who homeschool who have recreational setups for their children, but as far as the idea, do you want to stay in school, wearing the mask, sitting three feet apart from each other, et cetera, et cetera, or do you want to stay home, go online? My kids do, they like, they prefer to be online, but you know, to go online and see your teacher's eyes, see your classmates' eyes, you know, and get together when you get together, I think they have a better advantage because they're not uncomfortable. You know, you, if you go to work, I know you have a job, you go to work, imagine you sitting in a chair all day, as uncomfortable as these kids are at their age. They can't have, what are they learning? They're so busy, occupied with the mask and occupied with their conditions. How do they get the chance to learn anything? Yeah, you know, and to add to that, uh, real quickly, the, they think that uh, sitting in front of a computer at home is going to be much different from sitting in a computer at school. It's not that much different at the end of the day. They have laptops. They have Chromebooks yeah. at their station, and the teacher just pushes a YouTube button and has the, has the children watch the YouTube uh, video half the time. Yeah, it's not like when we went to school and they stood in front of the blackboard and drew stuff and walked around and held your attention. No, it's just, all right, here you go. Here's the next thing. John, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. The mask mandate is now going through March the 12th. Do we really need a mask mandate in schools? 1-800-283-101.5. What we really need is to achieve top dollar for our homes. And if you want to achieve top dollar for your home, you need an agent who can create an auction-like effect with buyers competing for your home, driving up the price. Call Rob Dikansky of Remax First Advantage to take advantage of this seller's market. And you can get thousands of dollars more than you ever imagined. Christine had an investment property in Tom River she was renting out but when the tenants moved out Christine decided to sell it and cash in with Rob's help there were 45 showings in just seven days on the market multiple offers of course getting the home sold for $233,000 and that is $33,000 my friends over the list price Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015 that's 855-350 350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com and start packing. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. And you hanging out till 11 o'clock. Governor Murphy's extended the uh, mask mandate. We thought the kids were going to be unmasked, unmasked on uh, 
January 11th. Now it's going to go through March 12th. Um, Dr. Fauci once spoke on the masks. And uh, I know this is old, and I know I play it a lot. And I know I talk about this a lot, but somebody's got to talk about this, or people are going to go thinking this is a good idea. Uh, but remember Dr. Fauci back um, when he was honest? There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Until he was told, I only said that because I wanted the medical people to have their masks, which means I lied to you. I want to know the 283, 101.5. We got a Twitter poll up, a very simple question here, and that would be, should Governor Murphy extend the mask mandate in New Jersey schools? 302 votes, 72.2 say no, 27.8% say yes. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is in Milburn on New Jersey 101.5. You never hear that, right? Hi, I'm Steve. How are you? Good, Marsha. How are you? Good. I just have a a couple of things I would like to share. Sure. You know, first, I would urge everyone to call their legislator, the New Jersey legislator, before the 10th to to have them vote no on extending Governor Murphy's executive orders. Please. Um, Please. It's such an abuse of power that I think we've had enough. We know that masks don't work. It's really very detrimental to children. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not able to read people's emotions no. with the masks, can't see a face. Right. It's awful. So that's basically my comment. Um, you know, Governor Murphy has used the executive orders to, you know, to his advantage. To shut us down. Election, you remember yeah, to voting. shut us down changing the, the election rules, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people, call your legislator, do the right thing, get our freedom back. All right, Marsha, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Get our freedom back. Marlene is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Marlene. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I just wanted to call to voice my opinion on uh, teachers in the classroom right. with children wearing masks. Right. I've been teaching uh, almost 40 years, and I taught fourth grade, now I teach second grade. And my little ones wear their masks, no problem. Like, they're wearing um, a shirt, um, no problem at all. And as far as engaging the students, um, I use the, you know, the sonic board. I walk all up and down the class. I let them know I'm smiling. I pull my mask down a little bit. I pull it up. I think it really depends on... Uh, the teacher in the classroom and how well it works. Now, do the masks work? I am not going to comment on that because I feel... Do you, you know, know? We're trying to keep everything... Uh, no, I don't know. Well, then that's why you can't comment on it. Right, exactly. Exactly. Right. But I do want... I'm calling because I want to let you know that the t- teachers can engage the children and whether how? they're wearing a mask or not. How how can the teacher, right, like you said, I, I, they wear their masks, like, like good little soldiers, they got their masks on, yeah. and you walk up yeah. and down the aisle, and every now and then you have to tell them that you're smiling. You have to, they don't even understand, no, no, like, no. what does smiling mean, and every now and then you got to pull the mask down. Is that any way to teach? Right. Is that any way to participate in a class? That's disgusting. No, no, no. It's I'm, gross. I, I agree. I agree. But you know what? If you have an engaging personality... You can shine right through that mask. 
Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. My my kids are happy. My kids are happy, and um, they they are in a great environment. Now, whether the masks are working or not, that's another story. But I heard a couple of people that called prior to me right. say, you know, oh, they open the laptop, they click the YouTube, they're sitting there watching. And that that's not me and a lot of my colleagues. Yeah, but you know what, Marlene? It's said, and I totally yeah. agree, and I totally believe you. My sister's a teacher. I know a lot of great teachers, Nick Ferroni from Union High School. There are also teachers who teach to the test. There are teachers who just sit there and like like they like the caller said, open up the laptop, click, you know, there are all kinds. It takes all kinds yeah. of people. But regardless yeah. of how great the teachers are or aren't, to put the kids in this situation, I know that we're gonna look back at this time and be very ashamed. Yeah. As a caller yeah, said. Yeah, no, I I, I I mean the kids are missing out on a lot. I mean virtual yeah. I've been doing virtual just this week now and um it's hard. It's not it's not easy for these kids and as an elementary school teacher, it's I can't see what they're doing at home, you know? And I'm very big with like, hey, I want you to write neatly, I mm. wanna see what you're doing, get your book out, like I'm I'm on it. And, you know, I just wanna make sure that they're doing their best and I can't really tell a hundred percent obviously when they're at home. Mm. So I just wanted to voice my opinion. I appreciate on you calling it. Yeah, yeah, I listen to you every night, actually. Oh, thank you. Well, call, now you know I'm here, and I know you're here. Call again. Yes, I will. Thank you, Steve. Have a good evening. You too, Marlene. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, I feel so bad for these kids. Go back in history. You know, go back to when you were a kid, no matter how old you are, and think of what it was like. I grew up in a Catholic school. I mean, you know, I used to get the crap beat out of me by nuns and all that. And you know what? I think this is worse. To have a go in and put a mask on and sit there and, and have all the schnot and stuff in the mask and just and, and, and be so desensitized. But you know what? We have a leadership that governs by desensitization, keeping us all apart, keeping us all separated, keeping us all pitted against each other. So why not let them learn early? That there can be no love, there can be no affection, that you got to stay away from people, you got to keep three feet away from people, you can't see their face, you can't see their smile. We understand why, because it's stupid, but little kids don't understand. Little kids are used to getting coddled and hugged, and you know, mommy loves you, daddy loves you, aunt so and so, grandma, grandpa, uncles, and then they go to school and stay away. It's it's got to be weird. 1-800-283-101.5. As you get older, the same thing. It's just, I don't know if I can say it. You know, are the masks being washed every day? They're being constantly touched. Are we sanitizing every time we touch the mask? 1-800-283-101.5. And the poor teachers, I feel bad. You know, Marlene's got personality. Not everybody does. But now, it's hard enough being a teacher. and have to keep the attention of kids who most of them don't want to be there. Right? A lot of them hate school. And you got to grasp their attention and, gets, and, and get knowledge inside their heads. No matter what age. While they're sitting there uncomfortable wearing a mask. How do you feel about this? I'll give you the results of the Twitter poll coming up. Barbara, Paul, Derek, Ehab, thanks for hanging out. It's 830. Taking care of business business of mask wearing for kids in schools. 
Governor Murphy's extended it. That's going to go to March 12th. Are your kids ever going to get out of the mask? Will teachers ever get to see your kid's smiling little face? Morning under 283 101.5. Do the teachers have to wear the masks too, right? Sometimes they do, right? Because uh, Marlene said she pulls her mask down. I don't know about that. From the other side, I mean, uh, growing up in Catholic school, there were a couple of nuns whose faces I did not want to see. Because they usually had mean looks on their faces. They were about to come down on me with a pointer or something. Uh, we had this thing. Uh, the janitors actually made it for them at Holy Rosary Academy called the Board of Education. And what it was was a paddle. And there was paddle. It was custom made. It was shellacked. It had a handle on it. And that's what they used to beat us. <laughs> Derek is in English Town on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Derek. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine, Mike. What are you thinking? Well, I come from a different perspective than some of your other callers. Okay. I, I'm a research nerd. I'm a geek. I, I always read. I got an A in research methods at Rutgers, Rutgers University. I'm sure you're a smart <laughs> man. What do you think? Well, I, I like to make people think I am. Okay. I'm sure you put, got over very well. What do you think? Here's what I'm thinking. According to my research, according to what I'm seeing, this is a bad situation, right. and everybody's suffering. It, it's the whole world. Um, I I was in fifth grade. I was on the top of my class. Everything was going great, and then 9-11 happened, and right. it really hit us hard. Did we you were put a mask on? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I saw people selling dust masks in, on the video clips from right. all the smoke and everything. Right. Uh, that's not related, but, but I what mean, is this know, guy? But, 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 but Derek, what has this got to do with nine eleven? Nine eleven was a mental, you know, nine eleven was of course a tragedy, and it had a very yeah. uh, mental health effect. Do you think this yeah. has a mental health effect on kids as well? Oh, it absolutely has a mental health effect. And I'm what going, is the purpose of it? A thousand times of nine uh, eleven because this okay. is affecting the whole world. Okay, but I mean, uh, your kids in the classroom. You know, let's focus on your kids. What grade do you teach? Well, I'm a private instructor, music instructor for music. You're a music teacher. Okay. Do so you make the kids, what, what what instruments do they play? Oh, it's guitar, bass, drums, keyboard. So, and, and All right. So you, there you are. You're teaching guitar. Right now, I know my son took guitar lessons and the music store closed. Okay. So, I mean, like, so when you're teaching the guitar, you're wearing a mask. The kid's wearing a mask, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's one-on-one. One-on-one. And one -on -one, how long uh, is the uh, lesson? Sometimes group lessons. Uh, How long yeah, is the lesson? It's about an hour. And, and this is obviously different than, than being in a classroom right. like some of the other teachers. But what I really wanted to talk about is, is the fact that whenever we breathe out, we get a wisp of breath, which you see in the winter. You know how you see that little fogginess? Right. And I think a lot of people don't understand that every time we speak, every time we breathe, that little foggy wisp of breath that we see in the winter right. is always coming out of our mouth, and it's so, invisible. But Derek, it's invisible when you're at a certain temperature. And the problem with that is, if you have people that are asymptomatic, no mm -hmm. symptoms, they have an invisible virus coming out of their mouth. You don't know who is spreading the virus. You don't know when. Derek, that is the reason for the mask. As much of a nerd as you are, are you also like? Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Hypochondriacal? <laughs> no. I mean, seriously. No. All right, where's the where's the spike in kids? 
Where is this major spike, this major outbreak in kids dying from COVID? You know, um, death is very far from having illness. Or all right, even life. all right, hold on. Let's, let's say this. So a kid gets COVID, and a couple of days it goes away. With mild symptoms, whatever, a couple of days it goes away. Versus now, what the percentage of kids that would actually get it, that would be able to recover, versus an entire, the mental health aspect of an entire school. As you said, as you said, a thousand times worse than the a kids, million, th- a million times worse than the kids uh, who, you know, who had lived through 9-11. Now, w- this is the sacrifice that you want to make. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. He's a music teacher. I mean, you know, you want to put the mask on, playing the guitar, playing the keyboard, whatever. It's an hour instruction. But all day long, uh, Ehab is in Piscataway on New Jersey 101.5. Ehab, how are you? Good, how are you? Okay, what are you thinking? So uh, just to comment on what uh, the previous caller was saying about the masks, in my own experience, I see, I see actually that people uh, wearing their masks in the wintertime, I could still see that smoke or wisp that he was talking about come out from the sides because it's not a perfect seal anyway. No. So, yeah. And it's also not killing people. Come on. We'd all be dead. If, that, if, it, would, if it came down to, I'm going to get infected from your breath. Uh, standing six feet away from you, then we're all dead. Then don't, don't even worry about it. Let's just go live it up and wait to die. Yep. That's why I think they shouldn't be mandated. And just like you said, uh, it's really not affecting people uh, who are very young and, and in school. And then I also agree with the socializing part of it. Some of these kids are just getting out there, you know, just starting to learn how to socialize. And it's really important, I think, for them to learn how to do that. Yeah, so let's do it with both masks tied behind their back. I completely agree. Yeah, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Barbara is in Fords on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Barbara. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. What do you think? Um, okay. I'm t- I want to talk about virtual versus in school. Right. Okay. If you're handicapped, if you're a handicapped child, virtual is not good. Okay. You have That's to it. Be. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I, I believe you. So then maybe what they do is, you know, I, I believe in a virtual option, but if you'd rather be in school, then the school should make it uh, as easy as possible, you know, for someone with disabilities to be able to uh, learn. We pay a lot of money in taxes to make that happen. So uh, make it happen. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. I'll give you the results of the current Twitter poll. Uh, should Governor Murphy have extended the mask mandate for kids in school? We got Elizabeth. We got the voice of reason. We got Johnny in Manville. Oh, my God. Johnny in Manville is calling in. I would not leave the radio right now if I were you. As a matter of fact, uh, I would go make a sandwich and come right back. But I got to tell you, though, that the hustle and bustle is over, and you're feeling that pain, and you back more. New Jersey gives 
give you a real pain in the back. Uh, you know which part of the back I'm talking about. Your neck, your elbow, that old injury. Well, you need to call Trinity Rehab. What are you waiting for? Trinity Rehab can help. Now is the time. Give them a call at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. They have the EPAT machine. The EPAT machine, which most places don't have. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and gets rid of pain fast. Most patients are better in three, five-minute sessions. No prescription needed to get started. Call them at 800-518-0977 or trinity-rehab.com. They're here for you. Isn't it time to start feeling better and have no pain? Call Trinity Rehab. They have locations all around New Jersey. You know that. Now open in Somerset, Short Hills, Woodbridge, and Wayne, New Jersey. Also Newtown and Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Now open in Wall and Wyckoff, New Jersey, with their newest location in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Jersey Radio. Ah, follow you down. Robin Wilson. I saw him with the Smithereens December 4th. What a great, what incredible band, the Smithereens. Go see them if you can. You want a real Jersey band still connected to the Jersey roots? There you go. Go to Carteret, see the Smithereens at the Performing Arts Center. What a beautiful place that was, too. All right. We are talking about the kids and the masks, and Governor Murphy had a chance to get them out of the mask, but, uh, you know, he's too drunk with power. We can't have that. So the kids will be in the mask through March 12th. Should Governor Murphy have extended the mask mandate in schools, I ask on Twitter. 386 votes, 72.3% say, uh-uh. 27.7 say, sure, why not? We have a word for them, but I can't say it on the radio. It begins with the P. Uh... Elizabeth is in Medford on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Elizabeth. Hey, how you doing? Good, you? Good, good. What are you thinking? I'm thinking uh, my question was about the fact that I thought I saw that they said cloth masks were not really effective anymore for the variants. Mm -hmm. And I have grandchildren who have multiple cloth masks to match their outfits, but they're going to school that way. And I'm wondering why we're still allowing cloth masks when, in fact, it seems the surgical masks are truly the only thing that will work. Like, let's get rid of the cloth masks and go to making sure we give the kids the surgical masks when they come into school every day. Well, I know they want to switch to the N95 masks now. I'm not talking N95. I'm talking the... No, I was. I recognize my voice. Uh, I, I know they wanted to switch to the N95 mask, but either that. So you're saying what? Give them a, a, what kind of a mask do you want to give them? The the ones that most adults are using, well, a lot of adults are using the blue, uh, you know, the surgical right. masks, the blue ones. And, and they, you, uh, want the, you want them to require that the kids wear those? I don't want them to require anything. Right. So, so you no, want them, no. you want no masks? No, no, I don't. I think that... It, if they require masks to go into school and they've decided that cloth masks are not effective, right. why are we letting the children in with cloth masks that simply match the outfits that they're wearing that day? No, I agree with why you. Not- uh, why not just, like, you know, uh, eliminate the mask? But, yeah, I know you want them to not wear the... eliminate it, Steve. I'm just saying... No, I'm saying eliminate it. Again, these- I recognize my voice. I think they should just eliminate the mask. I mean, just get rid of it, cloth or, or otherwise. What good is it doing? I'm not sure I want to go to that point with you. I'm just saying that if you're going to require masks, then why not make them the masks? That- no, I understand what you say. I just say I think they should eliminate the mask. Uh, that's the whole point of this. 
If you're saying, all right, the cloth masks don't work, don't let them wear cloth masks, that just makes it tougher. Uh, I say eliminate the mask. But my voice of reason here, Rich in Sayerville, what do you say? Hey, Steve. Uh, that last caller, the blue masks don't work either. If you hey. bought any of the blue surgical masks at the store, right. there's a disclaimer on it that says this does not stop COVID. <laughs> the only masks the CDC and the World Health Organization for the last two years recommend that may stop COVID is the N95. All of the masks do not work. Now, as far as kids go, they got the, the least amount of, of kids catching this and the least, you know, so why wear it? And why wear masks that aren't going to help them anyway? You're just making these kids uncomfortable for all the hours that they're in the school. They're not going to do it. If not, if, if they're not going to learn anything. They're too busy being no. uncomfortable. Right. They're fidgeting with the masks. You got yeah. kids that are going to trade masks. I mean, come on. Yeah. It, it is it is ridiculous. And again, King Murphy is just following the rest of these people blindly. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Uh, I'll tell you somebody else I don't get. Johnny in Manville. <laughs> Steven, 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 I can't believe you just got to talk to my favorite, Brady. Oh, which one was that, Tom? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, lady. I thought you said Brady. Okay. Brady, I said Brady. I did. I said Brady. Okay. Oh, oh all right. You're right, Brent Marsha Brady. I, I got it. Okay. So so what's going on? I don't know. I haven't called you because I, I thought I was going to miss Sam, but your new... Uh, your new new screener sounds like a real sweetheart, and I think that she's if you groom her right, she can do some radio stuff with you too. She has a great voice. It's looking good. It is definitely looking good. It's not my grandson because I'm too old to have a grandson. Right, I can't be a teen idol and a grandfather at the same time. But Very difficult, right? <laughs> right. I'm stopped. <laughs> so, so does your does your uh, does your grandson wear a mask with your face on it, right, so that he can continue oh, to be good looking? Oh, what? Um, yeah, that would be hilarious too, wouldn't it? Teachers but passing I out. I, I'm gonna turn my eye when we got to send them off to school because we watch them often. Uh, you remember Christine from Manville? I think you figured out the two of us date once in a while. I've heard. Yes. <laughs> it's very hard to hear that stuff, but I've heard. Yes. <laughs> I, I, anyway, yeah, it's, it's just it's just not right, man. And 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 we know that there's no like you said, we don't know for sure. No big deal. One droplet. We don't know for sure these bastards doing anything except harm. Uh, you're right, Johnny. Let's get Lefter in East Brunswick real fast. Lefter, I got about a minute. What's thinking? Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. So I think it's absolutely ridiculous because you know, growing up when you're a kid. Body expression, facial expressions is so vital and so important for these kids yeah. to develop social skills. So being hiding that behind the mask. So my niece and nephew, they wear the N95 mask, right. and they're okay with it. After a while, you have to learn how to adapt. But the truth behind it, Steve, here's what the truth is. What's that? The government's, the government's trying to make it seem like they have this under control, and they try to make it look calm and collective. Mm -hmm. They have no freaking idea what the hell they're doing. And clearly, look, we're still going through this. You're right. No freaking idea. You didn't ask for That gets you through tonight, Steve Trevelisse. You'll meet till 11 o'clock tonight. Talking Jersey, which is what we do.
And then uh, tomorrow night, we got trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Jersey's opening lines on a Thursday night, giving away, uh, giving away Gravy Wars books written by Lorraine Rinaldi, who also wrote a play called La Vamilia. And uh, that's going to be taking place in Medford. And I got it on J1015.com so you can check it out. And uh, maybe you win some tickets to that as well. It's a great play. Dinner theater. They serve food in between the acts. You know how you feel about food, right? So stick around. Go to NJ1015.com and check out the blogs. Uh, there's a new Italian eatery coming to Chatham, New Jersey. We got a picture of the first pizza up there. And they're not really, it doesn't have an Italian name. Which strikes me odd. You would figure if you could open an Italian place, you'd want to do the Italian name, right? Like Stunad or something like that, which is donuts spelled backwards. Uh, 20 products that could be sold with Bruce Springsteen's songs. Now, we did this last night, and I want to make a point here. I'm going to take a shot. I'm going to throw this out there because I'm not expecting to get any calls. Uh, but I want to see, you know, how on your game you are. Last night, we were doing this, and, you know, the idea is that Sony spent $500 million on the Bruce Springsteen catalog, and they're going to want to start recouping that money as quickly as possible. And what companies do now is they sell the classic rock songs uh, for commercial use. Um, the most famous of this was the Beatles' uh, revolution appearing in a Nike ad back in 1988, which really upset Paul McCartney. Uh, and he talked about it with Bob Costas on an interview show. Uh, he also said he didn't think it was a good idea for the companies to be doing it. And I thought about that. And I agree with him, and here's why. Because last night, I asked if anyone, and I'm going to do this again tonight, just to show. Like last night, we were talking about the idea of using rock songs in commercials. And... From there, I went to the idea, can you remember any commercial jingles? How it was much better for companies to just, instead of spending the money to buy the song, spend the money to hire a band to write you an unforgettable jingle. And we started talking about like the jingles that no longer, I haven't been on the air in years, but yet you still remember the jingle. You still remember it word for word. We talked about Mad Men, Don Draper, uh, played by John Hamm. And I'd like to teach the world to sing, which is how it ended. Apparently, he didn't write that, of course, but in the story. But how I'd like to teach the world to sing was a Coca-Cola ad that became a top 40 hit that ran for a couple of years in the early 70s. So last night I said, you know, what jingles do you remember? Phones blew up. So I'm going to ask you the reverse right now, just for the, and see what you can do with this and make my point. What classic songs, you know, what commercials do you remember? Can you name that use classic rock songs? 1-800-283-101.5. It's hard to think of them. And the first thing you see, the first thing I think when I see them is offensive. How dare you? They didn't write that song with that purpose in mind. You know, we talked about the Who, uh, their songs like Who Are You being used for CSI Miami, Bob O'Reilly being used for CSI. They didn't write it for that, but of course the Who sell out. The Who would, the who would have no problem performing at your wedding. What's left of the Who? Actually, now they're the Who. They shouldn't even be the Who. They're the Who. <laughs> right? Two of the guys are dead. But can you think of any classic rock songs? any commercials that use classic rock songs. And I think it's harder. I think it's a disadvantage to buy them because you, you hear the song 
and you get lost in the song and you don't think about the product, right? Especially if you're on the radio, you're driving around and it comes on the radio. I mean, it's one way we talked about introducing the next generation to the older songs. But I got to tell you, like, uh, I grew up, I love 50s music. I was born after the 50s. I was more of a 70s guy, but I love 50s music. I love 60s music. Love it. Before my time, the Beatles. I got, I got into the Beatles after they broke up. So it isn't like you can't find it. You know, and there are kids who were into Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, Rush. You know, Sam, my old producer, was 25 years old, into Rush. So it's not uncommon. You don't need a commercial for that. But give me give me song. Give me one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Give me commercials that use classic rock songs. See if you can remember them. John is in Bristol, Pennsylvania, on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hey, John. Steve, always a pleasure. I'm glad you're here. What are you thinking? Do you remember about fifteen years ago the Cadillac commercials that used Led Zeppelin's "Rock and Roll"? And how out of place did that sound? I don't know. I kind of like Cadillacs and still still a Zeppelin fan. So you know what? It worked then. And, you know, when I hear that song, I still think of Cadillacs. Maybe see, but that's my question. I mean, do you th does Led Zeppelin's rock and roll make you think of a Cadillac? You know what I mean? Doesn't that make you think more of like a souped-up race car? More of like, I, I guess my question is, is the Cadillac a rock and roll car? But then again, Bruce sang Pink Cadillac, right? Yeah, small world. I mean, but what do you think? I mean, when you think of Led Zeppelin's rock and roll, do you think this is, you know, do you think this is a rock song? You know, this this is, you know what I mean? This, this is this is a Cadillac kind of song? I mean, I would think more like a classic muscle car when I hear that song, but it worked. We're going to get into our El Dorado now. <laughs> Still make that. We're going to get into our Fleetwood now. I don't know. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, and I'm with you. That's a good one. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I mean, and I remember the car, right? Cars going through the tunnel, streaming. But this doesn't sound like a Cadillac song. I'd use this to sell a Mustang. I'd use this to sell maybe Camaro. Or if Cadillac had a sports car, they do. I'm not sure. CTS. Although they did use it. And John remembered it. So that's a good one. All right, let's go to Steve in Delaware on New Jersey 101.5. Steve-O. Hey, Steve. Um, oh, this was probably back in the 80s. Uh, they did the Janis Joplin Mercedes-Benz song. You remember that one? Yeah, that was kind of obvious, don't you think? <laughs> Lloyd, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? Yeah, yeah, but I still remember it. I was probably 20, 30, maybe 30 years old. Yeah. Now, do you do you think of like? Did you remember it from the commercial, or do you remember that you just liked the song? I, uh, I, of course, I remember the song, but I also remember from the commercial. And but she was dead by the time that commercial came out, though. That's the weird thing about it. Well, the weird thing about it was that whoever owned her rights was smart enough to put that together and make a fortune off that song, and she never saw any of it. Steve, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I wonder today if they're actually thinking this. We, we, whoever, whoever, whatever music guy's coming in next, we, I got to ask some of these guys. We get, we're lucky enough to get a lot of uh, classic rockers. If you go to uh, my podcast and you'll hear them, John Anderson, Rick Wakeman, uh, 
1-800-283-101.5. John is in Montgomery on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, so a couple of years ago, it's probably six, seven years ago now, Right. Uh, Bob Seeger like a rock. Bob Seeger like a rock with uh, the Chevy Silverado, the, the pickup trucks. You know what? I remember that commercial, and I really thought that one fit. I really thought yes. seeing the truck driving up the terrain and Seeger singing like yeah. a rock, and I could see Seeger driving the truck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big Bob Seeger fan, so I was kind of like a little like ah, you know, I always felt as though you know the music shouldn't be exploited in those certain ways, but I understand, right? It's it's intellectual property now, right? And they can sell it and make money on it and stuff. And now as I get a little older now, I, I, I get it, you know, and, and, it, and it fits. I think about, you know, Chevy trucks and I think of that song. So I think that the artist like Seeger, uh, Seeger's very grounded with his fans. I know that for the longest time, he was one of the last guys to get out of a track. Because he and he required his albums to be put on a track because he knew a lot of his fans had a track and didn't have the money or the means to switch, and he made sure cassettes. He made sure that he's a good man of the people. So I could see like if Bob Seger were going to have approval of where his song would go, Chevy would be a good you know a good place for that. Exactly, you know, and uh, and I heard they were doing a commercial. Uh, with his song Main Street, but I don't know what commercial it is, but I heard someone was telling me that it's in production now, that it's the song Main Street, because I don't think he sold off his, his, his rights. He still has them. Now, I, I heard um, that, too, but I can't remember where. Yeah. John, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Give me classic rock songs that you remember from commercials. 1-800-283-101.5. Here's Fast Traffic. Three, 101.5. Classic rock songs used to sell products. Last night we talked about the jingles and uh, some of the great jingles that you still remember, even though they haven't been on the radio or television in years. So I'm talking about the classic rock songs because Sony's going to be selling Springsteen's music to be used in commercials. He sold it for $500 million. So he has no say in what they do with it. So uh, on NJ1015.com, I've got a blog of uh, possible Springsteen songs that could be used to sell products and where, what products they would sell. But I'm asking you, what commercials can you think of that use classic rock songs or any kind of rock songs? 1-800-283-101.5. Steve is in Somerset on New Jersey 101.5. Steve-O. Hey, Steve, how are you doing tonight? Sorry about your Giants. I tried to get my Bears to pull back a little bit, but... Steve, know. I just want you to know I was kind enough to take this call, right, Steve? <laughs> you want to mention, I was kind enough to take the call. I didn't come up with a 11-minute a rant after the game like the coach did. Send in the clowns. I didn't do that. Yeah. Not easy. Anyway. I got an article about Joe Judge on NJ1015.com, too. Man can, man can talk the talk. He just can't walk the walk. All right, so back a long time ago, it's got to be like 15 years now. Right. I believe it was Oldsmobile used Jethro Tull thick as a brick. Really? Just the music part of it. You heard it in the background. It was kind of like subdued in the background. But I was laughing to myself going, okay, so what you're saying to me is that anybody who buys his car is a dummy. You know, he's thick yeah. as a brick. You know, I... I cannot remember. I think it was Olds. How about that? 
But it was like, it, it just, to me, it just went like, why would I buy something that's saying I'm thick as a brick? <laughs> See, that's what I mean. But you know what? A lot of times the, the music comes on. You're not thinking of the product because now you're getting into the song. Right. And, and you don't even associate the product with the song. Right. But I just thought that was... That is funny. That is a good one. The wrong song. Listen, I just got to tell you before I let you go, we're going to enjoy your number one draft choice, Steve. Just want you to know that. Okay. Hopefully Have we pick good somebody one. good. Take care, pal. Happy New Year. one 800 See, you can't think of any. There aren't that many. Here we are, right, 926, and we've been doing this for a half hour, and we're pretty much out of gas here. Commercial, you know, oldies and classic rock songs used in TV commercials. You remember the jingles. Like, if I were a company... I would be spending my money rather than go buy a Beatles song like Target did. We can work it out, right? Is that no? What did they use? Uh, for me to you, and it sucks because if you're gonna buy a Beatles song, buy the Beatles song. Don't make some stupid dopey band, their jingle band or whatever. Do it. Just put the Beatles on. But then even then, you're not gonna remember. But it'll be nice to hear the Beatles. You know, I wonder how many people like kids. If you're throw it out there, if you heard. A commercial that used a classic rock song. Did it make you want to go learn more about that band? You know? Did you hear the song and go, wow, those guys are great? There was a, a band that was used for a, a, around the turn of the century, the Churchills. Uh, everybody gets what they deserve. And I heard it in like, I heard it on Scrubs and I heard it on Spin City and I love the song. And I just went on a Google search that wasn't easy to get to it, but I got to it. And, uh, you know, did you ever have that happen to you? We hear a song, a hook that's just so good, and you got to find it, and you love it. And uh, there are, like, instruments today, there are ways that you could just kind of, I don't know, hum into the phone and it'll give it to you. But 1-800-283-101.5. Give me your classic rock song that used in a commercial that you can remember what it was. I've got some here as well. Uh, let's see. 7-Up used Sunshine from the Partridge family. Susan is in Brick on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Susan. Hello, hello. Hello. Um, I can't remember the, uh, the company. For some reason, I'm thinking Burger King's breakfast sandwich or maybe a hotel chain, but um, it's a beautiful morning by uh, the Rascals. I'm going to type it in right now. That's a great song. You know what? That's a great uh, song to do it with, too. Yeah. I love, And you know what? I love that song. All right, hold on. Uh, Retro Days In commercial. Days In used It's a Beautiful Morning. Oh, was it Days In? According to this, I got Burger King. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me see what I got here. Hold on, that's on. Uh, hopefully, they don't give me nineteen commercials. Here we go. Listen, listen. Uh, Color television. Where that kids twelve and under stay free. That doesn't sound like it, does it? Or the great location. One thing's for sure. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Me, Rascals, it's a beautiful morning. Uh, what about this one? Let's try it. Let's, let's, try, let's try this one. Hold on. Uh, 
Drinking water before bed burns for... Oh, shut up. I don't want to hear about that. They, 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 they stick me other commercials. I don't need other commercials. I want, I want this commercial, and I don't want that commercial either. I, I love this, right? Now you got to argue with my YouTube. Here we go. How about this one? No, this is just the official video. I'm not saying... I, I remember what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Maybe it'll be here. Maybe it'll be, like, on the Wikipedia page. Uh... It doesn't tell you. I, I, I remember, I'm tempted to think, uh, I'm tempted to think like you, Burger King or something. Somebody would, right, people are calling in now. Jordan, find out who's, people are now calling in now. I can't remember what it was, though. Uh, I'm going to call, uh, actually, I'm friends with uh, uh, um, Dino Donnelly. The Brigati Brothers. I'm going to call them and ask them which song it was. Do that. Do that and let me know. And and okay. say and say hello to Eddie too. I lo I love that band. I was lucky enough to judge a Big Joe Jersey talent show with Gene Cornish. All right, let me know, Susan. Thanks for calling New Jersey one hundred one point five. All right, we got it here somewhere. Classic rock songs that were used in TV commercials that you can still remember. It's nine thirty. Pay him as much. Right. Now in the background, they've just got the instrumental with nobody singing it. And it's still on TV. Yeah, that because, yeah, it's cheaper when you have to pay somebody. But we can't remember the names. Look at this. Rob, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Eileen is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Eileen. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. good. How are you? Good. I'm good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, do you remember Carly Simon's Anticipation? Oh, that's a classic commercial. I made a ketchup. More people knew it from the ketchup than knew it from the, I, from the no, song. I don't think anybody thought of the song. No. Um, also, Bob Seger's Like a Rock, I believe that was a Ford commercial. No, that was a Chevy Silverado. We had that earlier. Oh, okay. That made right. sense, though. That made sense. Anticipation made sense, too. But, yeah, that's a, that's a situation where the product actually put the song on the map. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's changed. Yeah, you don't see yeah. that too much. Yeah. Eileen, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, classic rock songs used in commercials. Which ones can you remember? Which products can you remember these songs selling? We're having trouble. We know the songs we use. We don't remember what they sell. Rob is in Lebanon on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rob. Hey, Steve. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, pal. Hey, do you remember back in 93, the Crystal Pesci commercials? They used this song right now by, I believe it was Van Halen. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I could see the I could see the soda and I could hear the song. Sammy Hagar. Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah, that was the commercial that made me like Van Halen. <laughs> you see that, but that's a great one. You now you saw the commercial and that made you want to go dig up Van Halen. Yeah, and they turned out to be one of the greatest bands I've ever listened to. And I'm I'm surprised to say that I'm uh impressed as far as how his son is doing it's amazing wolfie amazing yeah, yeah. you know what it's the some singers like zach starkey uh you know kids who follow in their father's footsteps and do really really well hold on jordan my crack producer did you come up with it had a whole list all right now wait a minute did you find the beautiful morning nothing no i didn't find that I want, I want her to call back because she had it, and I thought you found it because you were playing it. 
I found I was I couldn't find it. I found every television show it was used in. But Rob, man, that's a good one. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. We got all right, Sunshine from Departure Family. I don't know. I, I, sunshine, wasn't that? Come on, get happy. But one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. I'm looking at some of these, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, I don't remember. I don't remember these. Do you remember um, Thunderstruck from ACDC used to sell Apple the would you the iPod? Vertigo used to sell the iPod. Dream On used to sell Buick. Uh, I remember the California Raisins, Marvin Gaye. That was a good one. I'm free from the Stones selling Chase. I don't remember that either. Someone just called in and said the one you're thinking of is from a Days In commercial from the 90s. Beautiful Morning. Yeah. I had that earlier. I, hold on. Let me let me get this again. Hold on. This is... Uh, I mean, you know what? I'm going to pull it up during the commercial break. one 800 Give me classic rock songs that were used in commercials that you can still remember. New Jersey 101.5. Burtonick plays for Yellow. He comes in here a lot. Uh, what a what a great what a great album. You know what a great band. But I like that. Bob is in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey Bob. Hey Steve Arino. I'm happy to talk with you. Same here. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, Blondie. I'm surprised no one said this. Uh, one way or another, I'm going to guess you. It, it was for H and R Block. See, that would have been better off for the IRS, right? Or maybe it was that, too. I, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think no, no, that wouldn't have been. I don't think the IRS is buying time using one way or another. I'm going to catch it. What do you got for me, Jordan? I figured out the one I've been thinking of since we started this. Good. It was Maxwell House, like the coffee brand. Right. They did Our House. Right. They saying the right. lyrics to it. They did. I remember that. That's the one that's been stuck in my head this whole time. And, and that's another classic one, right? There you go, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Bob, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Keep thinking now. Rock songs used in commercials that you can actually remember. Jersey Radio. At 10.09, I'm Steve Trevelisse. Uh, it was 50 years ago today that the Yes Fragile album was released. And uh, I talked to John Anderson about it, and you could hear it at nj1015.com. We uh, should re- re- well uh, retweet out that uh, interview that we did uh, earlier this year when he played in Ocean City. But uh, I did a blog called 20 Products that could be sold with Bruce Springsteen songs. And from there, we talked about the great jingles. And that was last night. And tonight, we start thinking about songs, classic rock songs that have been used to sell commercials. To sell product. So which ones can you remember? 1-800-283-101.5. I don't think they ever used this to sell us something. But this is too good, you know? 50 years. Can you believe it's been 50 years since we heard Roundabout? One of the best concerts I ever went to, 1976, JFK. 127,000 people in the stands. 104 degrees as the sun beat down on us. Frampton, yes, and Gary Wright. All right, songs that you can still remember from commercials uh, that were used. Uh, Margaret is in Cliffwood Beach on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Margaret. Hey, Steve. 
Hi, Steve. This is Margaret. How are you? I met you at five sixteen at giving out French fries a couple of, about a couple of months ago. And you got some. That was great. Yes, yes, they were yummy. <laughs> what a fun day. What a fun day. Hand out free French fries. And I went home. I had a nice hamburger on the way home. That those appearances I'll do all day long. I love that. You were fun too. And and you asked me if I was related to anyone with the same last surname that I had with the Giants, then I'm like, no, I'm the poor version. <laughs> but I have a relative that does work for them. <laughs> oh, I bet they're, not, they're getting a lot of flack now, aren't they? Uh, I'm bet. <laughs> it's not easy working for the Giants right now, especially if you're the coach. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not, they're not a coach, but they, they do um, promotional things, so it's a little rough. But, hey. They give. They did give out the free medium Pepsis to all the season ticket holders, who who must have appreciated it for the thousands of dollars they paid for those tickets. Uh, thanks for the thanks for the medium Pepsi. Appreciate it. I would need a little bit more incentive than that. I think. I think so. I, I think. I think at this point with the Giants, you need like Jack Daniels. I think. You need, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you need something a little stronger than the Pepsi. Uh, I'll that. <laughs> yeah, really. I'll drink to that. So what are the, what are the songs you got? Okay, it's The Times of Our Lives by Paul Anka, the Kodak commercial. And that was, oh my God, what, that was one of the best, like, on target. You think the song was written for the commercial? I love it. Makes me cry, but I love it. I love I, and That was one of my favorite Paul Anka songs. Yes, mine too. Yeah, and he, he had a comeback, right? Because he wrote those 50s songs. He wrote a song for, he wrote Buddy Holly's last hit, That Doesn't Matter Anymore. Really? Yeah. Uh, he wrote the Tonight Show theme with Johnny Carson. Dan, 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 dan. He got thirty thousand dollars a year in residuals for writing that. Wow. He he was a good entertainer. He's a good entertainer. He he really he really is. Uh, what else did you have? That was it. That All was right. it. But that was I think that was one of the best ones I thought. I think you're absolutely right, Margaret. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I got to say, times of your life for Kodak and anticipation for Heinz so far would be the two best. Uh, let's go to Phil in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Phil. Steve, what's up? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Long time no talk. Well, Happy it's a good New thing year. you're here now. Happy New Year. Yeah, right? All right. What do you got for me? All right. Got Etta James. She sang the song. At last, but they changed the word for Cadillac. Etta James. For Cadillac. At, at last, my true love has come along. Oh, I know the song. I know the song. I didn't know that she sang for Cadillac. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, all right. And what's the other one? I don't know what the product was, but it was The Weight by the Band. The Weight by the Band. Uh, what did they What did they use? Oh, it was uh, I don't know what the commercial was, but I could tell you the song. Okay. I pulled it into Nazareth. I was. Oh no, no, I know that. I'm trying to see the weight uh song used in a commercial. You know, what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm going to find it that way. I'm going to go into YouTube and uh, see what the weight commercial. Let's see. Hold on. I know it was, oh, it was a scene on the roadway. I forget what it was for. I cannot think of it. That would be Diet Coke. <laughs> it was used to say, oh, I like that. It was used to sell Diet Coke. Uh, and uh, I'm going to pull it up for you right now. Let's see if I can get this. Little juice. Here we go. Here we go. 
Yeah, and uh, this, this girl's pulling into a town. She got a beat-up Oldsmobile commercial, and she's throwing this guy's... She's, like, dumping her boyfriend, and she's throwing all this... Commer- uh, she's throwing, like, her jacket at him and all his garbage. Uh, now she gets in the car with her and the dog and the Diet Coke, and she takes off. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Take a load off Fanny, and she dumps the boy boyfriend. That's good. I like that. Wait, that and that's pretty new. That oh, it says Diet Coke the Weed commercial, nineteen ninety four. Good one, Phil. Yeah, man, that was great. I mean, thanks for the call. Andrew is in Flemington on New Jersey one hundred one point five. What's up, Andrew? Hi, Steve. I got a little bit of bad news, or maybe a relief for you. What's that? I don't really have a joke tonight. Oh, Andrew. Andrew, how could I even keep you on the line? I, I don't know what My to do Family here. Feud said, eh. Eh. All right, but we do have a song, right? Yeah, a Madonna song, Open Your Heart. They used to run that with the Exxon commercial. And one of the parts of the songs I remember, they used to say, You turn the key. For Exxon? Open your heart and get gas? That's like heartburn, right? Well, like see see what I did there? <laughs> open your wallet and get gas. Happy oh, New Year to you, Mr. Steve. Happy New Year to you, Andrew. Did you have a good did you have a good holiday? Yeah, it wasn't the same without you last week. Uh the people filling in, Jeff and Michelle. Uh huh. Right. They were pretty good, you know, but I thought, geez, they can't top Steve. Mark. Well, you know, there's so few of us that can. It takes two people, sometimes three, four. What are you going to do? You got to do what you well, can. Well, you, you know what I looked up on the dictionary on the internet? What's that? The word paisan. Paisan. So this means I can't call an Italian person the paisan because I'm not Italian myself. No, nah, I'll make you honorary paisan. I, I know people. We can make that happen. Andrew, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Andrew will be back tomorrow night for Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Valuable prizes be going out. Uh, but right now, songs, we got a bunch of them here. Uh, Jordan printed me out a whole list of um, songs that were used in commercials. Because I always contend that like, you can't remember them. Like, if you take the money, you're going to buy a rock song to use to sell your product. Wouldn't it be easier to buy, like, invest in a jingle company so that they could write you a personalized jingle? You know, like, uh, imagine McDonald's bought a song. You'd never have You Deserve a Break Today. Barry Manilow used to do this thing in concert called, yes, I went to Barry Manilow concerts, called The Very Strange Medley. And he would do all the jingles that he wrote. Stridex, and he would end it with, you deserve a break today. And he wrote that? And yeah. And you know what? The money that these guys make from writing these commercial jingles. I mean, hell, if you watch Two and a Half Men, Charlie Harper lived uh, very handsomely in Malibu Beach House with uh, as a commercial writer. Of course, that was fiction, but what are you going to do? All right. Um, the band The Weight was also used in uh, AT&T Wireless. I don't remember that. Cisco, Baba O'Reilly, I don't remember that. Clinique, Happy Together, I remember that. Love Train from the Coors, uh, Love Train from the Coors. Love Train used to sell Coors, that I remember. That was in a lot of commercials for um, a lot of football game commercials, right? Hair of the Dog for, Naz- for Dodge. Smoke on the Water for Dodge. You Sexy Thing, Dr. Pepper, that I remember. 1-800-283-101.5. Give me some commercials that they used songs in that you can still remember.
Coles, do you believe in magic? That I remember. Do you? For Coles. I remember that, too. And uh, let's see. I just want to celebrate Gatorade. I remember I just want to celebrate. I don't think Gatorade used it. But apparently they did. Yes. I don't know if you mentioned my favorite that we were talking about before. Our house from Maxwell House? No, it's another one. What's that? Yellow polka dot bikini by Yellow Oh, Play. yeah. Yellow polka dot bikini. That was, that was by Brian one. Highland, 1961. That's a good one. All right. 1 800 283 101.5. Here's fast traffic. 443 101.5. Steve Trevelis. Hanging out till 11 o'clock. Then it's the Dennis and Judy Rewind right now. We talking last night about the jingles, and the phones went crazy about the jingles that you remember for haven't been out in years, but every time you go in a supermarket and you see the product, you uh, remember the song, right? And that doesn't happen with classic rock. Now, Bruce Springsteen sold the catalog uh, to Sony uh, for $500 million, which means you're going to be seeing Bruce Springsteen songs to sell commercials, uh, to sell product like Viagra for the Rising, things like that. Uh, but what would you... What commercial songs, like what what commercials that used rock songs can you still remember? I don't know what the staying power is for that. And surprisingly, we had a lot of people in the last couple of hours coming up with them. Uh, I always thought they're like, like for me, you get into the song and you forget the product because you like the song so much. Oh, wow, I get to hear Bob Seger again. Oh, yeah, they're uh, selling the Chevy Silverado. Okay. Sharon is in Branchburg on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Sharon. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm not sure if this has been said already because I just flew in from Florida and I just turned the radio on. And boy, are your arms tired. And boy, are my arms tired. Right. Um, I'd like to teach the world to sing. I don't know the band, but it was for Coca-Cola. The Hilltop Singers. Oh, there you go. How about that? I'm huh? a few bars. I like to teach. I like to build the world, the home, and furnish it with love. Did you ever watch Mad Men? That's perfect. No, actually, I never did. All right, do yourself a favor. You know what it's about, right? <laughs> uh, advertising in the 60s? Yeah, right. Watch. Go on, go on YouTube and watch the last episode of Mad Men, okay. and you could even just, you could even get Mad Men, I like to teach the world to sing, because I could tell you this, and you're not going to watch the whole thing, but right. it's one of the great, it's one of the best scenes, where the lead guy, Don Draper, played by John Hamm, you know, he goes through this whole life crisis, and the whole series builds up to this, but he realizes that this is what he was meant to do. He's meditating, and everyone else is going, oh, it's 1971. Everyone's like, oh, and all that, right? And here he is in a, in, a, in a sheet. But he's really a madman. And he's looking around him, and he's bored out of his mind, and all of a sudden he looks up in the sky, and he gets this look on his face like he got an uh -huh. idea. And I have a framed picture of him with that look in my office. <laughs> it's, the, it's like the light bulb went on kind of deal. And he, the light bulb goes on, you see that, and then they click to the next scene, and it's the Hilltop Singers singing this song. And the idea is that he gets the idea to write the ultimate jingle, which was this song for Coca-Cola. Oh, there you go. And it was, written, it, wa it was written as a jingle. I mean, it wasn't written to be a song. It was written as a commercial. But it was so good that they added another verse and released it as a top 40 song. Oh, I love that you know all that. 
Yeah, me too. I'm kind of amazed that I know all that. <laughs> Shaman, when it comes to the trivial. Oh, yeah, when it comes to the trivial, I'm your guy. Don't worry about it. Oh, I love it. Got cool. it. I'll talk to you again. All right, thanks for calling. Let's go to Rob in East Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rob. Hey, Steve. How's it going tonight? Good, buddy. How are you? I, I actually just saw the one from growing up, and I'm old. I'm 39 years old. Right. The Hess commercials. They use my boyfriend's back. Oh, the Hess trucks. Yeah. For Christmas this year, the Hess trucks here. here. Yeah, I like that. You know what? They not. You know they still have Hess trucks. They don't have Hess anymore, right? No more Hess gas stations. No, nah, yeah, the gas stations went out, but they still sell the trucks. And now the trucks are planes. Are they? Yeah, they don't even. They're not even trucks anymore. They're planes. Uh, they, they haven't been like real trucks in a long time. No, nah, but you know what's funny. When you're like, uh, when you're, when you, you know, if you, anyone in your family ever gives birth to a baby boy, call uh -huh. Hess Truck. Because that means you get to be the person that buys them the new Hess Truck every year. Takes Christmas right out of the box. You have to worry about Christmas every year. I'll get him the Hess Truck. And then when the kid is like yeah. 15, he's got like 15 of these Hess Trucks. They're like, oh, I got to get rid yeah. of these. And you got to find someone yeah, to I'm give not. them to. Yeah, I know when my dad passed away in 2015, I had a whole bunch of them dating all the way back to 1982. Uh-huh, right? You want to be the guy that gives out the Hess trucks. Rob, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. And then you build up, like I said, a fleet of Hess trucks. I remember because with my kids, we had, like, you know, a neighbor comes across, from across the street, says, hey, I got your Hess trucks. And he gives the kids, like, 15 Hess trucks. And then we gave them to our ne uh, nephew it's kind of like the passing of the hess truck but you know once you uh once you call hess truck you got you got christmas taken care of for about at least 10 to 15 years the bad if you got a 15 year old kid that wants a hess truck but still and only now i don't know like what are they worth are there any toy can you think of any toys that are worth something on ebay you know i mean do you have any toy what do you have any toys from your youth they're like, well, don't, you know, put this on eBay. It's going to be worth a fortune one day. Well, I have one thing I could think of that's a personal story. Right. I was able to sell a Pokemon card for $200. On eBay? On eBay. How'd, that, how'd you do that? It was a Charizard. Right. Not a first edition. I think it was a second edition, holographic. Right. And it was a pretty much an early one. My dad used to work at Bed Bath & Beyond, and he would buy packs and then never open them. Or he'd buy them and then put them all in binders. So all my Pokemon cards were in perfect condition. And I was in high school and I was looking to make some money. Right. Tried to find out what was worth something. And you and could I care less about Pokemon. Yeah, and I sold them for $200. How about that? Did you have any trouble? Or you just sent it out and they sent you the money and that was it? You know, I actually, I have a couple friends who sell stuff on eBay, like commonly, and I did it through them. How about that? Gave them 10% commission. I wonder, like, because like with the Hess trucks, there are people who like, will buy them and they won't open them up. Thinking that years from now, they're going to be worth a lot of money. I have mine, and they're all open and pretty damaged. But I you have Hess trucks? Yeah. Get out. My brother would collect them. Okay. Yeah. I have. There's one that's my favorite. It was a bus, and right. the side doors, it looked like a tour bus because the side doors would come down, and then the back trunk would open, and there was a car that went in the trunk. It was a lot of fun. How about that? You know what's funny? Like, the actual trucks don't exist. And, and those Hess trucks, you, all Hess trucks were, were oil tankers. They never really were imaginative trucks. But now, there's no more Hess gas stations. And yet, they still manage to sell the Hess truck. That's These true. have like A&P, like a grocery store trucks. The A&P truck was a big deal. 
But now, like, uh, the trucks aren't as big. So now the Hess, the Hess truck has become a plane. But I wonder, because like, there are people, like, like now, I think it was today, that Fanatics bought Tops and Tops of the card company. What are you going to say? Well, this is totally unrelated to what you were going to say. Right. So you were asking what toys we had when we were a kid that are worth something. Right. So I had two American Girl dolls. Do you know what those are? No. They were like a modern-day Cabbage Patch Kid. Right. And I just looked up what they're worth. Right. One of the dolls I have is worth $1,800. Wow. I bought it for probably 100 All right. See if the other one's here. I'll come back with All right, more come attention. back, come back. 1-800-283-101.5. Do you have any toys, anything from your youth, your youth, that was worth a lot of money? Or that you could sell for a lot of money. Because I bet you now, like with the Hess trucks, people thinking, I'm going to buy them, I'm not going to open them, I'm going to hoard them, and then years from now, they're going to be worth a lot of money. Were you ever able to sell any cool toys or anything from like back in the day and uh, make a few dollars on them? And now, like I said, Topps uh, is buying, uh, Fanatics is buying Topps, the baseball card company. It's 1030. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Uh, Jordan's here trying to sell the toys now for money. Uh, I, so people were able to sell stuff, like from their youth. I got to do that. I mean, I got so much stuff I'd love to get rid of. My kids have some. I always said what they should do, like in schools, is, uh, you know, they're always trying to raise money in schools. They should do flea markets. And where every, because like every class has their own phase. So if you, like say, you get the Thomas the Train phase, and then after that, you get the Lego phase, and after that, you get the Star Wars phase, and after that, then maybe the light goes on, you get either the music phase or the sports phase. But through the phases, like my kids have jerseys, football jerseys, good football jerseys. They just grew out of. And you don't want to throw them out. I don't know where to sell them. You know, I mean, you know, we got to put them up. And... If they did like a flea market. So let's say like, all right, so your kid in second grade is done with Thomas the Train. He's going into third grade. So maybe the person, you know, the, there's a there's a second grade mom and dad that would love to get the Thomas the Train stuff as opposed to going out and buying it new. But I always thought that'd be a great idea. I feel like I've heard of schools doing that, but not exactly what you're saying. But they have like a school store where kids can go in and buy things. But... The way you're saying is that they made it a flea market on the school property yeah. that kids could go. And I could I could see it being any time of year. That'd you be pretty cool. Everything. So you do it one day. So you do like one, I got a Saturday afternoon. And everybody, you know, parents get tables. You go, you could, you buy the table. So once you say you buy the table for $10, that's your table. Now you put your stuff out there. And, uh, you know, say whatever you get, uh, either you could, you know, you pay the table or you give them 50% of the profit. Or say you bought the table for 50 bucks. Now, if the school, say, how many kids are in the school? So how much money could the school make just selling the tables? And then you get to go there and lay out your stuff. And parents buy, you can make, parents make money. School makes money. Say you, if you spend 50 bucks a table and you get, you know, 10 parents at each table, 20 parents in each grade, which is not a lot. You're walking away with 10 grand. Right, well, you're in elementary school, you know, depending on, but do the math. But you're gonna make a lot of money, and then people show up, and then you get, you could even sell food. This is another great idea. See, one of the things you got to learn about this show, Jordan. We come up with a lot of ideas that don't make me a friggin' dime, but we'll make money for everybody else. 
And you learn something new every day. And you learn something new every day. One of which is, I'm not going to make any money <laughs> with these ideas. But I think, really, there'd be a great idea. I think it would be Bring fun. all the old toys. Bring all the old clothes. You buy the table. You put on the table whatever you want. And then uh, you sell the tables. And uh, they'd be willing to do it. If you don't, I mean, what are the chances that you're going to, you're not going to sell anything? You could bring racks of clothes, you know. That would be a great way to get rid of stuff. It seems like a lot less work than a bake sale. The bake sales make nothing. But also you spend hours baking for them to make nothing. Yeah. Versus this, you show up, here's some stuff I already own, put it on a table. Mm -hmm. Easy peasy. Ultimate money. Ultimate money. I do it all the time. Comedy fundraisers. One man's gold's another man's yeah. treasure. You go in, oh, you, you do the show, you do the comedy show. And then you put a table in the back, you put tables along the back and you do like uh, silent auctions. And they walk away with thousands of dollars. And all I do is show up, laugh, bid on something, go home. I love a good silent auction. Don't get any. What's the best thing you ever got? Actually, this was funny. This was at a work event, like for a station uh, uh, over the summer. I don't, I don't buy things in silent auctions a lot. I'm pretty broke. I'm 23. I don't have a lot of money to spend yeah. around that. But I found a, um, it was an engraved uh, picture of Mariana Rivera and Derek Jeter. And it was auto-engraved with their names and nice. just uh, had all their stats on it. So nice. I bought that for my boyfriend. Is he a Yankee fan? Yeah, huge Yankee fan. And his last name is Mariano. So are you a Yankee fan now? Well, listen, I grew up with three teams, right. Mets, Jets, and Nets. It was a very sad life. Then how does this relationship work out? Because I don't really follow sports too closely, right? so it doesn't interfere. See, you cannot date outside your team. For me, that's a deal breaker. Like my good. wife's a giant fan. She, we, she, you cannot date outside your team. It'll never work. I always thought. I mean, you know, like I, I, for me, that that had to be. You cannot, especially like a, like a giant. I can't see a giant fan dating an Eagle fan, because twice a year there's going to be major arguments, and with the way those teams play, there's going to be like uh, grudges held. I think like I think one of the things you got you got to be on the same page team wise. Anything else, yeah, you can. Yeah. Maybe like who likes the Beatles, who likes the Stones, things like that. But when it comes to fandom, maybe we'll do that topic one night. You know, would you or have you ever dated outside your team? But you got to be passionate about your team. I was gonna say, if you're not super passionate about your team, does it matter? Well, how does your boyfriend deal with you not being a Yankee fan? Because I'm not super into sports. So when I'll watch a Yankees game with him, or he's right. an Eagles fan, I'll watch the Eagles with him. The reason I don't think he minds is because what I do is I sit there and I ask questions. And I and that doesn't annoy him? Well. With me, it's like, I need silence. I gotta. I, I, I get so locked in. I watch the game. I, I just lose my mind. I don't want to talk about it. I want to cry. When, I'll give you an example. 1981. The Giants are going to go to the playoffs for the first time. And I have not seen the Giants have not went to the playoffs since they, since 1956. It's 1981. That's like what 25 years. And in my lifetime, I had not seen my Giants go. I wasn't. I was born after that, of course. But I mean, I have not seen this happen. I'd been in fights. I'd been in arguments growing up. When you're a Giant fan, and the Giants suck, it's not good. Kind of like now. Uh, so now, now here I am. It's, uh, I'm married. I got a dog. I got a house full of kids, you know, my friends. And we're all watching this game. And I'm realizing now 
as the Giants are fumbling away. It was like the hardest thing for them. They, they go, they win this in double overtime. But it got to the point where I got so, I threw everybody out of the house. Everybody had to leave. I'm sitting on the couch, alone in my apartment with my dog on my lap, crying into my dog. It's finally going to happen. And again, they fumble the ball. And again, the Giants, like Lawrence Taylor, slams uh, Tony Dorsett to the ground to get the ball back. It was one of the best games. I did. And they, in the end, Joe Dinello kicks the winning field goal. And they finally go. I mean, that's how passionate a Giant fan I am. And like for that... I don't think a woman can handle that if you're not. You know what I mean? You've got to be a Giant fan for that. All right. Well, here's here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts. The tension was high that night, so right. I understand kicking everybody out. Right. My other question, you didn't trust in your dog's prediction of the game. My dog's prediction of the game? Yeah, you wrote about how your dog predicts the games. Oh, no, not that dog. This was another Oh, dog. it was a different dog? This is, yeah. Fluffy, forget about <laughs> Fluffy, uh, he's predicting the games. He's doing it right. Uh, although he uh, he hasn't predicted a winner in a while because he's predicted the Giants, and that has not gone well. But he's smart enough to know that if he predicts the Giants, he gets to stay and have, you know, steak bones and stuff like that. If he picked the Eagles, you know, we give him, you know, table scraps, whatever's left around. That, seems, that still seems pretty nice. It's not a bad deal. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever uh, bought or sold anything on eBay? Have you ever put any of your toys up and made anything on them? This is Eric Scott. On point five, Steve Trevelis. I wonder what kind of product the boys are back in town. They've used the boys are back in town in, in a commercial, too. I can't remember what it was. It'll all come back to me as I drive home. one 800 is the number tomorrow night. Uh, we got Trevia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Governor Murphy wants to make uh, kids get vaccinated to uh, participate in extracurricular activities. I ain't crazy about that. We'll talk tomorrow night. Uh, I love this idea, though, of being able to, like, you know, sell your, you know, flea markets in schools. Sell the tables, let the parents sell what they want. Um, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. Have you ever sold anything? on eBay or anywhere and made money. Um, how's it worked out for you? Do you sell your junk? Facebook Live, uh, not Facebook Live, Facebook Marketplace. You know, I, you, I, there's some stuff I bought. I bought a, a life cycle. And when I first got this, it was my very first life cycle. These remember holiday spas and Jack LaLanne, right? $1,600 I paid for this life cycle. And it lasted me a long time. Like, like over 10 years. Then the second one cost me $200 because they were now out of style and the gym had them in the back room and they wanted to get rid of them, but I still love them. They were great. Uh, the third one I got on Facebook Marketplace for 50 bucks because I wanted one for the Seattle City House. Because I, I, I drive down to Seattle City and then spend $10 a day in a, at the Shore Gym to uh, ride the bike. So if, you got, if I bought a bike, it paid for itself. Uh, the one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. How does it work out for you when you sell the stuff? Have you had good experience or bad experience? Because I've had, I've never done it. Uh, actually, once once I did, I sold a car that way. But what were you able to get for some of your old junk? Ron's in Manalapan on New Jersey one zero one point five. Hey, Ron. Hey, so I got an opportunity to go into a bunch of old trailers that my friend had on a property, like tractor trailers. Right. And 
the father used to rent them out back in like the 90s or whatever. Now they're all like abandoned. So I went through them. Right. And I found a bunch of Transformers uh, 80s toys, got them all together. I put them on Facebook Marketplace for an okay price. I, some guy ended up buying them all over for $400. Wow. Now, how did you make the transition? Did he come to your house or did you meet him someplace? Uh, I met him up at a local uh, PD station that has a meet and greet where you can sell and buy items at. Oh, the police. Yes, the police station have a has a buy and sell place over in my town, and uh, just to make people feel safe, there's always cameras watching and stuff. So I like that. And you were able to sell all the toys for four hundred bucks. Yeah, I was trying to sell them individually, and then the guy goes, "Well, I'm interested in all of them. How much?" I go, "Give me an offer." And he says, four hundred. And I'll tell you right now, I had them less than twelve hours, and I sold them. Good move by you. Have you have you like, gone back to the well? Have you tried to sell other stuff? Um, yeah, I've found like 1970s Barbie dolls. I'm waiting for someone to buy those from mm -hmm. the same trailers. And, uh, there's something else I can't even think of, but the biggest haul so far recently was the Transformers from the eighties. That's good. How long did they last on Facebook? Uh, what do you mean? How long did you have them up there? Oh, I, I literally probably an hour and I had them in my possession for less than 12 hours. Oh man. Do you have to pay for that or no? No, I got all that stuff for free. No, I mean, did you have to pay to put it on Marketplace? Oh, no, Facebook Marketplace, no. I like that. Good stuff, Ron. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Yeah, I mean, if you can do it that way, you know, or eBay or stuff like that, but Facebook, eBay, you got to pay for it, I think. I'm not familiar with how that works, but I know, like, Facebook Marketplace, uh, like you just said, you don't have to pay at all. I put a car on Facebook Marketplace and actually sold it. It took a while. Although sometimes, like, I put you put, I put cars up there and you get these guys who, uh, I don't know, they're, they're, it's like their racket. They go and they buy cars. And you just tell, you, you get a lot of, you get sleaze bags at times. But that was a great experience. You know, because you figure you got so much junk that you want to get rid of, especially when you have kids. Because the kids age so fast and they grow out of their clothes so fast and with the consignment places you know but it's just way more aggravation than it's worth same thing with record albums you know everybody's got that that case oh, i got the dusty beetle albums oh, they must be worth a fortune and then you go upstairs and you look at them and they're all dusty and scratched up and dirty and everything but the guy thinks he's sitting on a million dollars you know, and uh, a lot of times you go or what, with what you think. And, you know, with me, you know, coming from radio with all kinds of promo albums and stuff like that, and you go over, hey, what do you want? I'm going to get a mega. I'll give you $25. $25. And then you're like, well, I'm not going to cart this stuff home. So in that case, all right. Uh, all right. That's the way we wrap this up. All right. Uh, we're going to do this again tomorrow night, okay? Thanks for being here. Great job by Jordan. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number you will not be needing until Bill Spadia comes in at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. In the meantime, in between time. Jersey's news. This has been the Steve Travelee Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.